Welcome to Bet Talks, season two of Bet Talks. Today is the 14th day of January, and you guessed it, the year's not 18, it's 19. Uh, we have a very special guest on the podcast today. It's got a lot of hype. Um, I will say probably the most hype we've received from a guest from other people. Everybody's <laughs> excited to hear this guest and to hear what he has to say. I will start out by... This guy could hide behind a two-by-four. He can high-five himself with one hand and has more nicknames than Shaq. Welcome to the show, Eric Ramp. <laughs> What's up, boys? <laughs> that, was, that was a good intro. Wasn't How you been? That, but How you been? Been good, dog. How, how have y'all been? Doing good, well. man. Keith, you just got some surgery, didn't you? Yeah, man. I'm over here posted up at my mom's crib, dude. Can't get up and down the stairs, so. I'm uh I'm on crutches for the foreseeable future, um, but yeah, man, just just walking around this big ass zipper on the front of my knee. I respect that. Well, well that. that that's dedication. A man's coming to you with <laughs> with just out of surgery, yeah, giving but, you a podcast. On that note, I'd like to shout out the pass holes for completing the drill, going a smooth nine and zero, and winning that championship. Uh, Let's go. You know, just this just this past week, so that's, oh, yeah, that's I saw, huge. I saw, the, I saw those picks. Congrats on yeah, that, we boys. appreciate it. Cole, Cole, do you want to kind of give the people a little? background of what happened i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm actually I'm looking at myself in the mirror with the championship shirt on right now um, <laughs> but uh yeah so we pretty much dominated the league all the way through we played the team we ended up playing the championship um about halfway through the season and gave them a pretty good ass whooping. i think it was a 28 to 6 or something of that nature but we had a game last week, last Tuesday, had a doubleheader. We won the semis, and so we had to wait around for another game in between us, and we played in the championship. And we played a team that they had some ex-football players and kind of uh, were running their mouth a lot. And we were whooping their ass in the first half. And uh, shouts out to Pi sure. scoring a few times. Nice. but uh, nice. So he scored, and their safety smacked the ball out of his hand after he scored. And so they kind of got into it and it actually turned into a full all out brawl. Um, it was, <laughs> there was about 15 of them and there was, I think 11 of us and it just turned into a huge, I mean, it wasn't like one-on-one fights. Like Burke was over there fighting with two kids. Everyone's trying to break it up. There's haymakers being thrown everywhere. There's a game. There's a game right next to us actually. And the refs had to stop that game and, run over into ours to break it up and it just turned into a shit show but anyways they ended up they they called the game and it was 24 to 0 before the second half even started and they uh they went ahead and crowned us because we were whooping their ass and we already did in the in the beginning of the year so it was very eventful but we came out with the hardware so damn i did not know there was that much excitement (laughs) <laughs> yeah, your boy. Last game. Your boy took took it. A, I got the worst of it. I had to go to the emergency room that night, get my oh, ear yeah. glued back together. Damn. So, so they got a they got a piece out of me, but we got them shirts in the end. So, yeah, but shouts out to Ramped um, and the Passholes for for winning that dub. But um, we'll start off. Shout out to Ramp for it. Yeah, yeah. I did a lot. Of that, yeah, yeah he, appreciate support. It, <laughs> the social the social media support is all that matters. The likes, the double exactly. taps on the images is what we need. So. Exactly. Uh, we well, Ramp, Ramp we, welcome to the show. And you know how we start the show. We'll start off with a question of the day. And I told you earlier when we were texting, I had not come up with one. Um, yep. But I, I just it, something just hit me, so I'll ask you. Oh, God. Speaking <laughs> of fighting, if you could throw one haymaker on – lay paws on one human being, 
famous, non-famous, anybody. If you want to start a fight on the show, call somebody out. Who would you lay paws on? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's a... Yeah, if, you, if you've got some beef, you need, to, you need to hash out. Call somebody out right now. Huh. That's some in- interesting. Actually, I kind of do want to call out uh, Gunnar Carson. You got, you got- oh. <laughs> I think you guys know him. Yeah, he, I don't know. He's just, he's just been a little extra cocky lately. You know, he always tries me, it feels like. And, you know, I, I tend to bite my tongue a little bit, but – you know, okay. on the show, on the show right now. Since you asked the question, you know, Gunner, we can we can strap up whenever, dog. Oh, yeah. I love it. Just taking real it. life bodies on the show right now. Yeah, we're probably get arrested for starting street fights, but yeah, yeah dude, uh, we can just, Keaton, Keaton, who are you throwing Pauls on? Dude, I, I didn't have a lot of time to think about this one. Um, I was just scrolling through Twitter. Do not really pay attention to anything right now. <laughs> but um, oh man. I don't know, man. I'm such a peaceful person. I don't know if I'd that if I need true. to throw hands with anybody. That is Nick Saban. No, man. <laughs> he's a yeah. he's a good quality individual. Actually, okay. you know what? Hillary Clinton. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Catch these fucking balls, you stupid ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we do not condone hitting women, but it was a hy- <laughs> it's a hypothetical question. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want to fight C.J. Anderson too. Like, where the fuck did he come from? <laughs> he looked—he looked like he popped out of the the gutter at a bowling alley. Like, is yeah, it looks like something's about to pop out of him. It's yeah, like the dude—dude dude looks he like looks he hasn't pregnant. been in shape all year, and now he's out here just killing it for the Rams. So, Rams makes me want to fight him. Oh, I hear you, Cole. You got somebody you want to fight while you slug your beer? Yeah, Kyler Murray's catching a fucking combo real quick. Ooh. <laughs> Fuck you and him, pussy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, He's a the cocky one for... little fuck, dude. I mean, I understand the, the whole baseball scenario or something, but, well, we'll get down to it. I'm, I'm getting amped up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we... Take a sip and relax. Uh, the one person I would lay hands on, and just from, from his interview yesterday, Tom Brady, I would fucking punch his eyeballs out. I hate yeah. it. I hear he's a G, dude. You can't dude, did you him. see his his uh, Instagram video today? That's kind of yeah, that, so like, that's G. weird, dude. No, <laughs> I mean, just... I, no, that's G. It's cool, but like, it was. I honestly thought that he was like joking at first, and I was like, wait, he's being serious, dude. No, he's well, dead serious. You see that video where he was saying, you know, like preparing other quarterbacks, saying, you know, you better be prepared to give up your life because I've already given up mine. Like that dude is literally so obsessed with football. Like that's all he does. So like that kind of shit that he's doing is I think he's crazy. I think he's legitimately, yeah, he's, yeah, he's legitimately crazy. All he cares about is those rings. <clears throat> That's okay. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't hate I, you can't hate what he does on the field, but off the field, kissing his son on the mouth, <laughs> yeah. making these weak ass Instagram video. I just I would punch his eyeballs through the back of his head if I could. So you're swinging yeah. and missing for sure, dude. That's a Swinging, dislocating my elbow, and punching my own self in the face. <laughs> well, speaking of Tom Brady, he did play in a game yesterday. They beat the super, they beat the Superchargers. I have on here, and it seems like, and I'll start with you, Ramp. Um, seems like every year, one team is going to challenge the Patriots for that AFC title. And this year, the Chargers were kind of on a little roll going into the playoffs. And I'll be honest, I thought the Chargers were definitely going to definitely win this game. And Seems like Brady and Belichick always have it figured out. I mean, is this the is the Patriots still gonna continue to do this for the foreseeable future? Yeah, I mean, I I think so at least for a couple more years. I mean, it's just like you said, 
Belichick and Brady, that combo together in Foxborough in January. I mean, it's weird what one week off can do. I mean, everyone was writing off the Patriots saying Gronk, Gronk isn't doing shit. Uh, you know, these receivers aren't good. All that Josh Gordon stuff was happening. But, yeah, I mean, they they picked apart the Chargers, man. That that was pretty embarrassing for Phillip Rivers. You know, they if you really think about it, them and the Chiefs, I, I'm pretty sure they had the same record or close to the same record. They did. So, yeah, so they were the best two best teams in the AFC. They could have easily been that one seed if it wasn't for the tiebreaker. And, you know, the Pats just dominated. I mean, it was pretty plain and simple. Yeah, uh, Cole, do you, you, you have anything to take away other than Brady and Belichick together are the GOATs? No, I mean, they, they, they always get it going when they need to and when it when it's crunch time. And if you look at the score, it doesn't look that bad now, but they were whooping their ass all game. The yeah. Chargers kind of came back. I think the, the Pats pumped the brakes a little bit. Um, and, but no, I mean, they always get it going when they need to and make a run in the playoffs. That's all, how they've always done. And people can pick apart Brady, only throw in these, you know, check downs, what, what have you. But he's the fucking GOAT. That's just the bottom line. Yeah, and how right. about uh, – Sony Michelle too, man. Yeah, yeah he had a day out and ball facts. Out. Yeah, I mean, uh, we saw him at Georgia, close to home. I mean, he did that, but nobody would ever think that he would have had as big of a game as he did yesterday. So, Keaton, now the Pats move on to play the Chiefs, and I'll ask you: out of the two quarterbacks, which one would you rather have in this game? Um, you gotta like Tom Brady, dude. It just goes down to the just the simple fact that he has more experience and I just have more confidence in him running the offense. Pat Mahomes, absolutely stud of a quarterback, dude. If I didn't have Tom Brady, he's definitely second on the list. So um, it's going to be a crazy matchup just like it was in the regular season. And yeah, it's going to be a fucking shootout, I think. So but let me Tom ask you Brady this, for sure. So other than Tom Brady, is Patrick Mahomes the next best quarterback left in the playoffs or a Drew Brees you got? You yeah, got I think golf. I- I, yeah, yeah, but I, I think I rank them Brady, Breeze, and then um, <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes, and then Golf. I got you. I, I feel like that's the way most of America thinks. You're yeah, good. I agree with Rant. that. I agree with that, too. Me, yeah, too. I, mean, yep. I just think with Brady and Breeze, you know, all the playoff experience between them two, uh, you know, this season alone, if you're looking at regular season, Mahomes was definitely number one, but it's like Keaton just said. I mean, if you're looking just based on playoff, playoff experience, I think those two got to be ranked ahead. <laughs> It's almost really? a whole. Di- it's a whole different season, dude. Yeah, yeah exactly. It and it really kind of scares me, though, because I just have these flashbacks in my head of like, um, God, I forget who they were playing, but the Patriots playing in the postseason. Tom Brady just getting rocked. If the Chiefs can bring their shit like they did uh, this past weekend and really get some pressure on the quarterback, then I think it's going to be, you know, the Chiefs are going to be favored just for the simple fact they got home field advantage. They're yeah. are they're already favored, and they yeah. it almost was like they pumped the brakes, dude. I I actually took the under in that game. They ended up hitting, but in the first quarter, dude, they scored fourteen points in like four minutes, and I was like, fuck. And so they're obviously in a very high powered offense, and with the weather, I think that sometimes that's why I blessed the under this week. And like I said, ended up hitting, but um, they are very good offensively. So yeah. who knows? I think it's gonna be a shootout too. Well, yeah. speaking, speaking of the Chiefs, um, they did – I have here the Chiefs come on the Colts. Um, is, is Andrew Luck back, Ramped? I mean, he did – I know they, got, uh, they lost. They lost. And he uh, – Cole actually showed me a video, I think it was yesterday, a pretty cool video of Andrew Luck trying to beg to go back in a game earlier in the season. Um, yeah. 
But is Andrew Luck? I mean, he's he won the one last week. Is he is he officially back now? Are you crowning him back? Um, I actually am crowning him back. I think I think at the beginning of the year, you know, when they started one and five, I think that shoulder was still bothering him a lot. Um, and you know, you see how their offensive line was. You know, they're just going to develop. I mean, Quentin Nelson is a freak. Um, Fox. And I mean, they just they just got blown up by uh, what. People don't realize it's actually a really good Chiefs defensive line, too. Yeah. Uh, and I really think that cold weather affected his shoulder in that game, too. I don't know what. Oh, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good take. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, he just, it, something looked off with him in that game. Maybe it was just the pressure. Like maybe it was the cold weather. I don't know. But yeah, I think, I think he's about to have a whole offseason where that shoulder didn't get too banged up. And that'll give it even more time to get back to, you know, get back to 100%. Uh, with a developing offensive line like that, I mean, yeah, I think I think he's got a good future ahead of him. Okay, Keaton, um, you're drafting next year in fantasy, and Andrew Luck's sitting there. You need a quarterback. I mean, is he a top five quarterback now with him being healthy? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that statistically wise, he was up there and the, close to the top five. Yeah, um, he was. He was near. And yeah, so I think yeah. I mean, I had no problem with Andrew Luck. I thought he was a great quarterback before the injury. The injury, you know, you didn't know if he could take a chance on him but now after he finished out the season pretty strong here minus this last game i i don't see why not he's got great I mean, receivers around him too you know eric so, even playing like he is and then ty hilton yeah so so do you see the colts back in the playoffs next year yeah yeah they got a young squad and uh, a really good defense good defensive coordinator as well um so i think they got the the definitely have the pieces they got a couple more years on most of the guys uh the you know the young talent that they have and they got a a vet quarterback like Andrew Luck, they got, they definitely have what it takes. But you know, with that AFC, with all the firepower that they got, Very true. it's going to be tough, man. It's just like yeah. the Western Conference in basketball. That's, that's a great analogy. Yeah. Um, well, keeping it in the NFL, um, Cowboys fans out there, shout out Raul. Sorry, but y'all collapsed against the Rams, uh, um, and now you got T.O., a former Dallas Cowboy, saying that Jason Garrett should go. Cole, this is your home state. Do you think the Cowboys <laughs> should move on from Jason Garrett? Man, man, I really don't have much of an opinion on that, I guess, because I've never been a Cowboys fan. I mean, I, obviously, I, I know about them, but, um, I mean, it, it gets to a certain point where you, you make the playoffs or you don't make the playoffs or you make the playoffs, you lose in the first round. It gets to the point to where, I mean, everyone wants to say that's America's team. Um, so they've got, obviously, a an extremely large fan base and nobody wants to see him not make the playoffs or, or lose in the first round. So they definitely have the talent around them. It's just, they can't make it that next level. And I think a lot of that has to do with Dak. I mean, I don't, he, he's not elite where he needs to be yet. And so when you look at that, then you got to look after that, you got to look at the coaching. And um, I mean, that's definitely a very good question. I, I so, so let me interrupt, I think that here. he could, could be a, a good coordinator somewhere, but being a head coach, I, I, I'm sort of leaning towards yes. Okay, so you said Dak was the problem. But remember, now, they had Tony Romo before Dak, and it seems like they could never get over the hump still. So Right, so I'm that's gonna, why I was saying that's yeah. when it comes back down to you got to look at the coaches. So I, I'm, I'm starting to get to the point where I, I agree that um, probably he probably should, in my opinion, yeah. But like I said, I don't know – much about them. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I just, just I just want to bring up the home state. You being from from Texas, <laughs> rant, rant. Cowboys move on. I mean, I hear fifty fifty. It's it's there's Jason Garrett lovers and there's Jason Garrett haters. I mean, 
I, yeah. I, I, I don't really like the Cowboys, but it seems to me they keep doing the same shit over and over and over and over and every year. It's a letdown. And at some point, some coaches lose their job after 30 games. I mean, Jason Garrett, yeah. to me, has had his time to prove. I mean, is it uh, – to me, he should be gone. But do you agree? Yeah, I mean, he, I was looking into this a bit today. I mean, I agree. He's – He's been to the playoffs, you know, a few times. I think he only has two wins in, like, yeah, wild correct. card, two and three. Um, never made it past the divisional round. I mean, it's kind of like Cole just said. I mean, what, at what point do you just, you know, you just keep riding with Jason Garrett? I mean, look at look at the Bengals, for example. They kept Marvin Lewis for so damn long. And he so was long. terrible in the playoffs. Never won a playoff game. But every year, you know, they would at least make it to the playoffs. So, at some point, you know, you're, you're America's team. You you got to think about winning, uh, you know, making it to that next level. I think they definitely have the defense to do that. But as far as their offense goes, I mean, you can only have Z carry the ball so many times. You know, you got to – I think they need to do something about that. And so, I feel, yeah, it's, it's time to just move on from there. They've got – yeah, they've got the money and they've got the, the personnel – um, I they and they made some good moves this year. Hell, I mean, they they ended up with Mark Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. I mean, so you got to start looking at. Um, I, I think I think it's I think it's time. Yeah, I agree. How many? Agree? How how long are you? Can you keep saying this is our year? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> Shit, Georgia fans say it every fucking year. Dude. <laughs> it's, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> so next um, year, next year, slick. But yeah, dude, Jason. <laughs> Jason, Jason Garrett, dude, fucking cheese ball, dude, fire <laughs> Plain and simple. Just he, he always smacks that gum and just claps his hands. Like I've never seen the man get mad or happy. Yeah, he really does. Just, oh, he's a dude. fucking robot, dude. Going back, to the game, I've never seen his hair move. If either. I could smack nice. somebody in the face, Sean Payton is catching a hook, dude. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously. True. Well, I, I would have said Drew Brees earlier this year, but then when he broke that passing record, I heard him talk to his sons. They had him mic'd up on the sideline. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm a fan, but I definitely a little didn't, hate him, didn't hate him. As I much. respect you. Got to I respect any good athlete, yeah. no matter like what they're about, dude. You just got to respect your same thing with LeBron James. Like, I mean, family man, family yeah. man, no scandal. Everybody hates on him. But y'all see? Sorry, this might be off topic. Did y'all see LeBron wearing that purse over the uh, weekend at the Rams game? At what the Rams fan? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, as a Rams fan and then he jumps into the or uh, as a, a Cowboys, Cowboys fan, fan yeah. jumps in the jumps in the Rams locker room. Fucking yeah. bandwagon, dude. I don't get that. Yeah, what, 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 right, who's, more shit, of a, who's more of a bandwagon fan? Drake or LeBron? Drake. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. LeBron at least has to like keep limitations in the NBA, but Drake's just fucking every sport, dude. <laughs> hey. and, dude, uh, he stays with Ohio State football pretty that's pretty well, but that's yeah. Drake Drake is just fucking everybody. Drake's Kentucky gets it. basketball, Bama football. Oh god. And he's just jinx. He's the jinx. He is the jinx. Yeah. <laughs> um but back to the purse, it looked like he could only fit like maybe a tube <laughs> of chapstick. In it, like it wasn't big enough to hold a wallet or anything. Like it's just distorted, bro, because he's so big. You don't fucking need his wallet for anything. Yeah, for real. He's got Apple Pay. Yeah. Do you think LeBron has to like when he pulls up to a restaurant, like maybe he pulls into McDonald's? I don't know if he would ever eat it, but do you think he would have to? No, he would not eat it. Yeah, I don't. He might just pay. Just make his ass pay. You know, like a little hundred dollar tip here and there. Oh, in Cleveland, he's getting that shit rung up. I would make him pay for extra sauce, dude. <laughs> oh, that's twenty five more cents. My bad, though. Yeah. Nah, he just pulls it out of that little purse and says, "Nah, I got the sauce." Yeah, yeah he's got coins in there, probably. <laughs> um, well, transitioning from football to baseball, we did want to bring breaking news 
Um, we saw it earlier today. You'll hear it tomorrow. Um, Kyler Murray has declared for the NFL draft. So the A's, he came out. If you didn't know, he came out um, a couple days ago and said he wanted $15 million from the A's to continue to play baseball. Um, he already got a $5 million signing bonus from them. So, And then today it comes out that he is declared for the NFL draft. Now, Ramp, I'll start with you. Good decision? Uh, I don't – this one's tough for me. I'm not really sure because I'm sure, like, Cole would probably know more on this than me. Like, how tough is it to make it to the actual league? Because I know with baseball, you know, you got to start lower, like single A, double A type thing. You got to move your way up, clearly. So I'm wondering if he's more leaning towards, you know, if he's really playing the sport he loves more or if he's kind of thinking, like, if I get drafted first round football, you know, I'm, I'm on the roster. Like, I'm good to go type of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I don't know, but <clears> – <throat> I I think you should have just stuck with baseball, to be honest. I just think you can make more money, way less injury risk. Uh, but granted, there is that part that I was just saying where it might be tougher to, you know, make it in baseball, make it to the top. Yeah, Cole, Cole give us a little – I mean, if, if, if the minor league baseball system, I mean, you're riding on a cheese wagon, you're staying in – $50 a night hotel rooms, like, and this kid's made millions of dollars and having to ride the bus and stay in these hotels. Do you think that may be a reason why he's kind of pursuing football now? Yeah, and, and honestly, I, I think that that's why – I think what Ramp said about him, um, you know, liking football more, that's where his heart's at, and, and he's come out publicly and said that. Now, the number he's asking for is absolutely absurd. The highest signing bonus ever is was $8 million from Garrett Cole, and he's asking for – virtually double that and he was a first rounder a lot of it has to do with the speed in my opinion he did have pretty good power numbers I think he had 10 bombs you said Burke which is good um you know he's not huge but he's a first rounder so typically first rounders are guys you think are going to be in the bigs I don't see him ever making it into the major leagues and like Burke was just saying the the minors is just a grind. It sucks. You don't make any money at all now, given obviously his signing bonus. His actual signing bonus was four point six million, which okay. is a you know is a shit ton, obviously. But oh, yeah. his heart's not in it, and I don't I don't ever see him make it into the big. So, like Ramp said too, I mean he he when he enters his name in the NFL draft, which I think that he can probably squeak out being a first rounder. Um, some people have different opinions. He's they have him down as five eleven. He's five nine max. Um, but you started to see some of these guys, smaller guys that have, and actually baseball guys that are starting to um, turn it around in the NFL. Patrick, so Patrick Mahomes is one who played baseball growing up, and now yeah. he's got yeah. the greatest arm. Ru- yeah, Ru- Russell That's Wilson, true. guy, and guys, just guys that are smaller. I mean, Baker obviously had a good year, so I think there's we're starting to see that transition and people are starting to see that that's kind of they it can be possible, and I think that he sees that and. People, all these guys that aren't sure if they're going to go into the draft or not, have like meetings with NFL advisors, people that where they think they could be drafted at. And if he sees himself being a first rounder and he's already on the team, I mean, I think that I've seen a lot of places where he can end up going to New England and being behind um, Tom Brady for a little bit. So I, 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 crazy. I I don't really have, I guess, an opinion on whether which one's better. I don't ever see him making it the big. So honestly, I think it may be a better move to go to the NFL, but then you've got him possibly getting, there's a lot of factors, but I think they would be dumb if, if the A's give him 15 million, um, they could possibly change some rules and shit though. But Burke, what you said the other day, sorry, I'm fucking talking my ass off. What you said the other day about having, um, 
It's just his name now. I mean, it's Kyler. It's, it's, it's Kyler Murray. It's like, yeah. So I don't. But fifteen million. That's just. He's yeah, nowhere near. He's nowhere near even close to the caliber of those players that got even the six and seven million. So I don't know. It's so so Keaton. Him being a smaller quarterback. I mean, he. Do you see him having success in the NFL? I mean, I, you and I've talked. Uh, we I think at least the league's moving towards more of a mobile quarterback. Get outside the pocket, make throws for from, sure from all different kind of angles as you see with Patrick Mahomes. So is Kyler Murray kind of that new breed of quarterback with Lamar Jackson, those type guys? I mean, do you see him having success? I mean, he definitely fits the mold. And, and I really think it depends on what kind of uh, efforts you put in once you hit the league, because we can see, we see quarterbacks that have success like, like Baker and like Lamar Jackson. And then you see these other flops like Johnny Manziel, but really what I think Kyler is trying to do is, you know, trying to reap what, what he thinks that, he, that he's worth. So, I mean, if, if you're, th- if you think about it this way, so Baker Mayfield gets drafted last year coming out of the same school and you're backing him up all year. And then he wins the Heisman. He get his signing bone or he has a four year contract worth $32 million. That's and good, so that's Kyler. Yeah. And so Kyler yeah. coming up right at, right behind him and taking Oklahoma to the exact same spot that, that Baker did the year before and winning the Heisman also. And then, and then, like, getting drafted for $4 million, you know, you're kind of like, oh, you know, like, am I making a mistake? Like, where can I get the most guaranteed money? And I think that's definitely at, in the NFL because, I mean, fuck, dude, Heisman winner. Like, the the last – like, somebody will draft him just to, like, entertain it, like, at the end of the first round, I think. And if, if that happens, then he's already doubled what he's making with the A's. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a very good point. Yeah. I mean, sit behind yeah, Baker, I mean, I mean, Baker – I would think would play the best out of any rookie quarterback this year. Um, and yeah. sitting behind him, learning behind that, I guess NFL teams take note. And, and that's, Maybe a, that's, they a, do. that's a great point, Keaton. I'm sure, point. I'm sure coaches too. Like if you look at Kyler and just how athletic he is, I mean, think of, think of some of the fun that like offensive coordinators could have drawn oh, yeah. plays with him. So Very true. You know, that's yeah. definitely another factor I think as well. All right. Well, uh, we're I mean, hop- they could use him. They could use him like that dude. Uh, what's his name from the Saints? Oh, yeah, um, Taysom Hill. Hill, yeah. Hill, yeah, yeah. Dude. Sorry about that, Bert. Oh, you into it? <laughs> um, we'll jump out of sports. We'll come back to sports, but uh, just want to throw sports, a wrench. Sports, 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 sports. Just want to throw, just want to throw a wrench in it. Um, we got some good feedback off the podcast with Robbie with just some random ass questions. So, I'm gonna throw some random ass questions in here. Let's talk, and we'll keep moving. Let's talk. Keep moving. <laughs> so, so Cole, I'll ask you first. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? I say the Caribbean. <clears throat> Okay. Um, so, I don't but have... do you say Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes, I do, and I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> so, so Rand, Caribbean, Caribbean. Damn that! Literally, that Pirates of the Caribbean thing was going to be my example. Oh, of how I say Caribbean? <laughs> I swear, I say it both. Like it's just yeah, everybody does. It's kind of how it flows that day. It, it honestly yeah. might be who you're talking, with, like who you're conversating with. Like you might yeah. just say it how they do. That's yeah, very exactly. True. That's very true. Keaton, one has to go. Mexican, Chinese, or Italian food? Uh, Chinese. Ramp? Uh, Dude, that's that's just off the dome real quick because I love pasta. I can't do, can't do away with the Italian food. That's a fact. And, and yeah. Mexican food may be subpar, dude, but that shit is that he, boy. It's, it's sla- <laughs> it slaps my stomach and it also slaps my toilet. But, dude, like, it's hibachi Japanese because – 
Ooh. you know i'm pretty sure it is so that is i would definitely blow fact. fucking chinese out of the water dude yeah okay ramp, so ramp degree i'm with him on that like i can't imagine giving up pizza pasta all that good shit uh you know shout out bills i know he loves his pizza um, and then, I, I mean Mexican too. Just think of how many times you know. Even El Sombrero, dude. Stay for us. Oh, what like, my dude. facts? El Jap, you know those giant. Oh God. Bars. I mean, think yeah. about you mean Baja Burro. Baja. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you take Mexican food away, you take away uh, margaritas. So. Yeah, tequila. All Cole, that, so. Cole, I have a feeling you're going to say Mexican. No, so I'm going to give you the rundown for each of them. Mexican, chips and salsa, and fucking tall beers beat the fuck out of me. Dude, tall beers is not Mexican. Hey, but I drink fucking... <laughs> no, I drink fucking Pacifico or Soul. Those are Mexican. Fuck okay. right off. Okay. Chinese, Chinese on hungover on Sundays, hit me with that shrimp fried rice. Easy buckets. That's a fact. Italian, <laughs> I just... God, I love all of them, but I'm going to... Y'all are gonna kill me, but I'm I'm dipping out Italian. I think Damn. you got to wow. get the fuck out of here. Damn, Chinese dude. for me too, dude. I if mean, the mob hears this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we might we might have a we might be coming back with episode nineteen. Cole might not be joining us. So. Yeah, I've been before. <laughs> fuck um, <laughs> uh, keep going down. Um, Ramped. What's the most overrated fast down. food restaurant? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, my fault, fam. I had uh, I had it narrowed down to two on this one, and I right. changed my mind probably 30 minutes before starting this. So it was between Burger King and KFC. Oh, that's a go. fact. The- we had those written down. That's yeah. a fact. And the reason I picked those two was because I just never – I fucking never eat there ever. And exactly. so 30 minutes ago, though, I'm sitting on the couch, and I see a KFC commercial for this spicy <laughs> bowl. bowl? The bowl? I'm oh, like, my God. I'm, oh, Fuck me up. I got to go get that this week. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> saying, no. I thought the exact opposite. Somebody man. fucking kill me. Dude, I literally stood up out of my chair when you said uh, Burger King and KFC because literally Cole and I just got out of our mouths as to so. oh, Keaton, you got any other ones that you can think of? I said I said Crystal's maybe. Oh, that, dude, that's not even rated high, though. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fucking gut grenades. All right, well, let me ask you this. Arm. What's the most underrated one? Underrated fast food restaurant, Keaton? <sighs> Uncle Shug's. Ooh! Oh, yeah. 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 States, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. Tatted on me, The fucking biscuit bar, yeah. boy. <laughs> the biscuit bar. No. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say Dairy Queen. Uh, to me, Dairy Queen don't get in the floor. <laughs> no? Ah, Yo, bury me with some fuck. fucking blizzards, though, cuz. A flamethrower for Dairy Queen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the that? ice cream, but... What are you ordering? Yeah, a you're flame right. Flamethrower? Flamethrower. Flame burgers. The fuck's shit. a flamethrower? <laughs> well, I, I got a chicken tender basket in that joint. Do you a little gravy on that beast? Oh, oh slap my back. Dairy, Dairy Queen. That's gravy. a stroke of my fucking vaginal strings. Hey, so another restaurant we were going to... Do you have any restaurants they should bring back that... Used to be kind of like fast food. One I thought was Quiznos. Oh. Oh. Quiznos did slap pretty heavily. God, Quiznos, I miss it every day. Dude, I, don't, I don't know. That's a good question, honestly. Well, tweet us if you tweet us or DM us if you can come up with some restaurants <laughs> that are overrated, underrated, or need to be brought back. Yo, IHOP like, might be one of the most overrated restaurants. Yeah, I'm with that. Uh, I'm with that. That's, that's very true. Trash. I just thought about that. Oh, Red Lobster? Fucking... 
the, <laughs> what's, what's the other one? Waffle, uh, Waffle King, or what? What's what's the other? Huddle House. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> Waffle King. Waffle King, dude. Hey, we're the Kegel yeah, Waffles. Huddle House. That's Huddle my House fucking Xbox flat, screen dude. name. Waffle King. <laughs> yeah, because you got that yeah. blue waffle. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Uh, I put my screensaver on my computer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Keaton, which movie are you most interested to see in 19, 2019? The Lion King's getting remade, Toy Story 4, or the redo in Aladdin? Uh, definitely Lion King. Uh, yeah, I, I'm Lion King. Right? Yeah, that's pretty easy, Lion King, for sure. They're bringing back James Earl Jones, too. Fucking classic right there. Hey, Ooh. fuck Aladdin, though, dude. <laughs> yeah, slick, dude. Dude, he's got a bad bitch, though. Toy Story be slick, kind of dope, dude. I fuck with Toy Story. That's, dude, that, that's mine. That's mine. I'm a huge Toy Story guy, dude. The first day that shit comes out, I'm there. Woody's my dude, dude. What, didn't Andy go to fucking college already? Or yeah, what, well, did, no, he went so to what rehab. To <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should do our own remake. Hey, yo, Andy. Goes Andy. Re- hey, yo, Andy. That's a great one. All right. Well, some random ass questions. We'll jump back into baseball. Um, Cole, I'll start with you. Bryce Harper's been the talk of this major league offseason. Um, he's asking, he's a ser- apparently asked for $400 million. Um, I've got one here. Philly might be a landing spot. Anywhere else you can see Bryce Harper landing? And do you think he'll get his $400 million? I, I think that's definitely what he's looking for. I know the. The Nats offered three hundred, and he said, "Fuck off." But I don't. I wouldn't rule them out yet. That's still another potential landing spot. But I want to throw this out there too. There's been plenty of places, Philly being one, that Harper and Machado could possibly both go to. And I have no fucking idea how they have that much money. But I don't think Bryce is going to end up getting the four hundred that he wants. I would love for him too. Obviously, I'm a big Harper fan, but. I wouldn't rule out the Nat. Dude, he's he's had so many different meetings with different places. I know the Cubs are a team, the Giants are a team, Philly, obviously the Nats. There's a a ton of them, but I think he'll get the biggest sign, the biggest contract ever. But I don't think it's going to be 400. Ramped. Where do you want to see Harper go? I know I don't want to see him go in the East with the Braves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the beginning, I was saying it'd be pretty cool to see him with like the Giants or the Cubs, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, I just I I just got a feeling it's going to be between Phillies and uh, Nationals on this one. I mean, it seems like they they're the ones you hear the most out of everyone. Uh, yeah, you know, going after him. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I know the White Sox have money. We'll probably talk about that next with Machado. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it, it's seeming like it's going to be those one of those two teams. As far as four hundred million goes, I mean that's that's absurd amount of money. So we'll see if he gets that. Keaton, what would you do with four hundred million dollars? <laughs> strippers and cocaine um that's probably in the in the realm but uh <laughs> i think i think uh the first stop dude i'd probably just go buy a sick-ass car driving around for a little while that's um, <laughs> for a little while yeah big old uh <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd have some fun <laughs> all right with some uh, of the bank i don't know yeah facts invest it buy some property Ooh. Hey, shout out Meek Mill. He said 2019 rappers need to stop buying jewelry and start buying property. So hit your boy Troop up for that property, by the way. Shout out Troop. Sure. Sure. Hey, we we do it all around here on Bet Talk. So, Cole Machado. Now, you mentioned him. He could land in Philly with Harper. 
Um, if not, do you, do you see a landing spot for Machado? Um, well, I think Ramp kind of got into it. The, I know the White Sox are, are definitely in there. I, I, to be honest, I really haven't been following him as much as I have Bryce. There has been a lot of talk about them being together, and I think the only place I could see that possibly would be in Philly. But um, it is just crazy how much he's been slung around already, and he's so young um, because he's such a good player. It's it's kind of weird that someone does would that not put- – to me, though, like he's like Jimmy Butler in the NBA. Like, is he a bad teammate? He's, yeah, no, he no, kind of no, rubs I, me the wrong I, way. I, I, I yeah, I agree with that. It, it's just like he he's such a good player and he's so young that I'm surprised someone hasn't put a franchise tag on him yet. But they people sling him around because they he's starting to get to the point where like you could almost start talking about him being a vet at this point, and people are using him with draft picks and and stuff like that. Just he's going. I mean, this is going to be his third team potentially already, and it's it's just kind of weird to think about, but. Um, yeah, I think the White Sox are definitely up there, and um, Philly is too. I, I haven't followed him as much as Ramp. Yeah, might so, have some more insight on that. So, so Ramp, are we giving you credit whenever Machado signs with the White Sox? Yeah, for sure. You hit her here first. Uh, <laughs> first that talks. Eric Ramp, go follow him on Instagram at Eric underscore Ramp. Yeah, give me that follow. Yeah, um, I got you. Anyway, so I think I saw something yesterday. They offered him, I want to say, like seven seven years. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of change with, with that contract. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it, what y'all were just saying, he does rub people the wrong way, I feel like. He, he's got a punchable face, for sure. Very true. Uh, <laughs> very true. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't mind giving him a right hook. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, we'll see where he ends up. You know, he he's obviously a great player. He's a stud, shortstop, third base, wherever wherever he wants to play. All right, so um, Ramp, I'll ask you this: Is either Harper or Machado a top five player at at their position? Oh, one yeah, big, yeah, big. they're hundred percent. Both of them are top five, in my opinion. Uh, one person I like in the outfield. I mean, I seriously don't see how Trout isn't getting as much money as Harper is asking for. I mean, if you look exactly. at this dude's numbers compared to. Bryce Harper. I was, I was Mookie well. Betts, though, is, is one I got on here who I think is better. Christian Yelich had a hell of a year this year. Was, yeah, I, I think playing better. So yeah. him asking for $400 million and these guys aren't even sniffing that, that's kind of why I'm scratching my head. Yeah, I think Yelich has a little bit more to prove. I mean, he obviously he played amazing this Very last true. season. Uh, I think he's you know, definitely an up-and-comer, but give him a few more years. Um, you know, Mookie Betts is a freak. Uh, Arenado, all these people you mentioned – you know, Judge, base, I mean, baseball, Aaron Judge hits bombs. Yeah. I mean, I mean more home runs than Harper. Baseball is just some crazy talent, in my opinion. I mean, look, even Bregman on here, you wouldn't even think of, of him. And then he just came out of nowhere this year. So, uh, you know, and last year, obviously, in, in the playoffs. But, yeah, there, there's just so much talent in baseball right now. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Cole, how you feel? Top five? Either one of them? Uh, I feel think that they're both on the cusp of it but the people that you have written down it's making me if we're saying top five read, read them all, if, if read we're them say, all. okay so if we're doing and i was thinking about this earlier if we're talking about is bryce harper a top five outfielder with five other guys out outfield i i don't know he may be that fifth guy but the guys you have on here is just it's i don't know it's tough trout it hard. yeah trout bets 
Yelich, Judge. I mean, that's four right off the bat that are fucking studs, dude. And he would be the fifth right there out of all those guys, in my opinion. And there's probably a few other guys on there that we haven't mentioned. I think Machado may be closer to being in the top five than than Bryce is. I I think they both might be in there, but they're both – Probably number five in my yeah. Opinion. Well, my, my my point being is Harper's asking for the biggest contract ever. He's not even top five at his position. Well, I mean, how do yeah. you pay him? That? Well, he I see what you're saying, and it's always just been like the raw stuff with him. Um, he can play, he can pretty much play any position. He's like was one. He's supposed to be the prodigy of baseball, man. We can all agree with that. And his numbers haven't always been like where they need to be. He's still been in the All Star game every year, I think, but one when he was hurt. But it's just Bryce Harper. It's just that name, and it's. I mean, I agree, dude. Mike Trout, in my opinion, shits on everybody. But yeah, it is what it is, and that's just how it's always going to be. And I mean, he's going to have the biggest contract of all time this year. <laughs> just the bottom line. It's yeah. a fact. Well, I love him. Um, Maybe maybe in the next couple of weeks we'll see where he lands so we can finally get the, the MLB the show cover. I know he's on the front of it with just like a hoodie on, but ready to see him in a uniform. Um, last thing in baseball, um, shout out to Atlanta Sports. You know Bet Talks. We talk about Atlanta Sports. If you want to find out about Atlanta Sports, come to Bet Talks. You heard it here first. You're hearing it here from me, but I got to give credit to my boy Mooney. Shouts out. He told me today the Braves are dropping new uniforms this season. Mm, that's hot. So, yeah, so heard, apparently they're gonna they're gonna clean them up a little bit. I, I haven't seen any pictures. I don't I have no no idea. But apparently they're set to release them this weekend at some Braves event. But uh, new uniforms, Keaton. Uh, we talked earlier. I, we think the uniforms are sick the way they are. I don't know why. You yeah, change them. definitely nervous. But <laughs> after especially the with these Hawks. Yeah, 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 with the Hawks. That's my. So totally nervous. Here. Falcons uniforms can definitely use like a new look too. I thought. This was the wrong place to start, but we'll see. You know, you whatever. They're putting me on in that shit, dude. I'm moving. You think they're gonna go? Uh, <laughs> they're gonna go with the highlighter, highlighter. Yellow. If they do, I, I'm moving. I'm no, I think I honestly, in my opinion, I think what they're gonna do is try and go back old school how they are and use the under the or the lowercase a and have that as like the the all like the the new. You know, obviously it's capitalized and it looks like it's kind of like italic or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think what they're gonna do. And I have honestly no idea any insight at all, but I think they may be trying to just go back old school a little bit and have um, instead of the uppercase A, the lowercase A, and maybe that will just That'd be, be so like sick. that's a good take. Yeah, they need make those the real. Yeah, facts. Yes. that would be swag. But dude, if you took if you took every Atlanta team and you just took their old school logo, like every Hawks old one, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Falcons are fucking badass. Nah, Falcons old so black true. dude just whip my dick off. So let's let's push bet talks people listening. Let's push for old school logos back in Atlanta. Let's start a let's start a petition thing. Facts, 2019. Those signing logos. petitions. Speaking of 2019, everybody have a good New Year's. Another year down. I don't remember. I don't remember. Burke, I'm pretty sure we ran into each other. That's a fact. We we probably yeah we had a great (laughs) embrace. We we were talking about the podcast. But uh, speaking of 2019, some songs turning 10 years old. So get ready to feel old. Best I ever had by Drake. Day and night by Kid Cudi. Lemonade by my man Gucci. And I love college. Asher Roth. All these songs are turning 10 years old. Good gosh, that's crazy. That's that's that blows my mind. My my hair is getting gray as I read those off. So, <laughs> um, well, we were talking about Atlanta. Uh, we'll keep it with Atlanta. We we'll move on to the Falcons. Obviously, not the playoffs, but 
is some news in Falcon land in Atlanta. Uh, coaching changes, they fire Steve Sarkeesian, the offense coordinator. Markel Manuel, the defense coordinator. And I don't know his first name, but something Armstrong, the Neil. special teams. Neil. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he landed on the moon and he coaches a hell of a special teams. Um, so the Falcons get rid of all three of these. Now, I don't know if you have any information. I don't think they've hired anybody yet to fill these three positions. Uh, anybody heard anything? Yeah, they've, they've hired uh, – I can break it down. So Break it down. Um, offensive coordinator, they hired Dirk Cutter. Uh, That's right. Old Bucks coach. Defense, I'm pretty sure Dan Quinn is just being head coach slash defensive coordinator. I don't think we're hiring anyone for that. Um and then special teams, I have no idea. But we did get okay. we did get uh, Mike Malarkey. He was the old Titans coach. Yeah, um, yeah, we got him as a tight ends coach. So pretty excited because you know Dirk Cutter. I think it was a good hire because Dirk Cutter has worked with Matt Ryan before. So he was our offense. Yep. He was our offensive coordinator. I forget from what year to what year, but he was with us when we played Cap in the <laughs> NFC Championship. Um, that's right. Yeah. Okay. But, like twelve to fourteen or something. 15. Yeah, that sounds right. So, Keith, you happy with this hire? Yeah, man, it makes sense. You know, just like Ramp saying, it's just an easy plug-in. We're not trying to rebuild completely. We're just trying to rejuice. Well, well speaking of that, rejuicing. Um, the Falcons have the number fourteen pick in the draft. Keaton, I'll keep it with you. What position do you think we need to go to? Um, definitely the interior, man. It's either going to be. Offensive line, defensive line. So, I think that's two of our biggest concerns. I think we maybe try to pick up a cornerback, um, a defensive back, uh, early to late rounds. So, you know, now, we got a bunch you, of draft picks think, so using shits. Do you think we have to go run it back this year? Um, that's interesting. Actually, uh, I don't think so. Since we have uh, developing or development with Ida Smith, I think we'll be Very fine true. next year to kind of work in the same position as. Uh, um, Tevin Coleman, but, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with uh, Devontae Freeman. I mean, he sat out pretty much the whole year, so I would hope that he would be back next year, so I don't think running backs are concerned. Okay. Cole, let me ask you this, though. Speaking of running backs, if you look at the team still left in the playoffs, the Rams, they've got Todd Gurley, C.J. Anderson, the Saints, Alvin Kamara, uh, Mark Ingram. uh, The Patriots have Sonny Michelle, James White. Um, So, I mean – is this league? Do the Falcons need to consider getting a another prime running back to make two backs in the backfield to have a dual threat? Because it seems like most teams, at least still alive today, kicking have two running backs. Well, I mean, yeah, but if you think about more healthy, I mean, we saw what Ed Smith could do, and he would be number three, right? So very true. We see how when guys get healthy. I mean, I think we have a nice one-two punch that complement each other very well. But it almost seems like it's been an eternity when. Uh, Devontae Freeman was, was playing and Tevin was backing him up. So, I don't know. I, I think that we have a nice one, two, and three punch after we saw what Ido could do. I mean, he developed well, and I, I was like – I was very pleased. You know, it's a kind of a, a low-key pick from Southern Miss. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy with who we have. Um, Tevin's on a contract year, though, yeah, so we're yeah, going to yeah. lose so We're going to re-sign him and lose him this year. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I would – I think you're either going to have to draft one or re-sign him. And I think you you re-sign him, but you don't think Edo Smith's good enough to? No, I I definitely do. But but can the question is just saying like you're just saying healthy. Uh, Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that's fucking sucks. 
I mean, okay. ramped, uh, ramped. I mean, any other positions you can think? Uh, offensive, defensive linemen. I know I've got on here. Maybe Dexter Lawrence or Christian Wilkins from Clemson might be a good fit. I mean, yeah. Anybody else you can think of? Maybe. Um, I don't. With this draft, it looks like the D D line is really like stacked. This draft. I mean, you have those two, and then you have that other dude from Clemson, Farrell. Uh, you got Ed Oliver, Bosa. I mean, Bosa's too high, but you know, what I mean. Uh, Shit, Quentin yeah. Williams. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like, Quinn and Williams. some freaks on the defensive line. So, even with the 14th pick, I think we we got to go D-line. Uh, okay. I, I think Dexter Lawrence would be great right next to Grady Jarrett, which Grady Jarrett, some boy. Grady Jarrett though, is pissing me off because he's asking for, like, the highest – he wants the highest contract, like any D-lineman or something. I think I saw him tweet that or some shit or someone tweet that. Uh, but that's that's ridiculous. Like don't don't get too greedy, Grady. Yeah. Uh, you're good, but <laughs> chill with that. Um, and then yeah, I think offensive line too. Maybe maybe get someone second round. I think that's I would, a big concern. I would like to see. I don't think it'll happen in this draft, but I think we got to start in the future looking for a quarterback that can Preach. start start learning from Matt Ryan and then you know, eventually take over because he's starting to. You know, I love Matt Ryan. I've always loved Matt Ryan, but fuck Matt Ryan. He's, he's just getting older. <laughs> he's just getting older. So yeah, it's getting Father Tom, undefeated. Years. See, but Dude, my, my I mean, you see all these quarterbacks that are about to come up in the draft in the next couple of years. No need to get one this year. True. Yeah, my thing true. is though, is like they drafted the dude from Virginia, and like, what are you doing with him? Like, I, you don't just need to like throw him in the on the team. Like, he's not going to be the the next guy. Like, why? Yeah. Why? Why do we? Why? I mean, why don't you get? Uh, someone else – I mean, and I know obviously we, we didn't realize we were going to be this injury strong this year, but why are you just going to get him and throw him on the depth chart and then have – like draft a defensive line – you know, someone – I don't. I just don't know why we just drafted that guy and just kind of threw him in there. Like, I, I don't – Well, are there yeah, not, are there not fillers? Too. I mean, you have roster fillers, I feel like. That. Yeah, but that's from the practice squad, not on the fucking big league team. And we, we saw this kid play last spring uh, preseason game. He looked horrible. His fucking cheeks. <laughs> Yeah, he looked bad. He's um, like a good hybrid to be on. Like he was perfect for Virginia. Had a very good career, but he's not a guy that get translates into the NFL. I mean, he's it's like a DJ Shockley. Yeah, I mean, he's just like he, it is what it is. But I just don't see why you. I mean, shit. I'm not on the fucking Falcons thing, but I'm the smartest guy in, hey, in the fucking world. You're on bet talks, and that's all that matters. <laughs> um, the last sport we'll talk about um, is the Atlanta Hawks and basketball. Um, and I'm gonna say it. When the Hawks drafted Luka and traded for Trey Young, I was a fan. Oh, and, I told and I you. was completely wrong. So Bro, Keaton, we need to go back to that podcast when you had your boy Kyler on here. That's right. Um, I, I said Trey Young's hair is the only thing I didn't like about him. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, Luka. Like I mean, I like him, but can we agree Luka's head and shoulders better? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, Luca's a sure. Luca's been a pro since he was like 16, and it just I, I feel like these foreign players coming over and playing in the NBA they never work out. Yeah, you catch lightning in the bottle very every so often, but I, Luca to me we made a big mistake. Yeah, I mean you got to look yeah. at it kind of in a positive way though. In my opinion, look at Trey Young though. He's it's not like we traded Luca for some scrub like piece yeah, of shit player. True. I mean Trey Young in my opinion is still top top three top four rookie right now. He's this is among rookies. He's third in points. He's first in assists. Um, you know, obviously Luca has been an absolute freak this year. But 
Also, if you look at it in the sense of, you know, last year, for example, everyone was on Jason Tatum's dick and everyone was saying, you know, how, how good he's going to be and how good Donovan Mitchell is going to be this year. And, like, those are great players. But I feel like this year they've kind of slowed down a little they've bit. They've taken a step back for sure. Yeah, yeah I agree and, with that. And so, you know, I think you got to give Trey Young some time to develop a little bit. Um, you know, Lucas – but it's like you just said, Luca is just a freak. And we get two – Two first round draft picks next year, so we'll get to use those. Uh, and then, but what's pissing so, me off is that they're kind of winning still. The Hawks, yeah, that's true. They, that's they true. So let me ask you this: that. I'll ask you and Keaton, since y'all know basketball. Cole's not a big basketball guy. Who would you rather have, but Luca or, or Young? Oh, Luca. Okay, Keaton agree. Yeah, for sure. Even with the two draft picks, first round draft oh, picks. Oh, that. I mean, it true. depends, bro, because like. Yeah, I mean, it depends on where we fall this year, too, yeah. If they keep fucking winning, dude, then, like, yeah. you know, we're both fucked because the, the Hawks just like to squeak out of these fucking games, dude. It's weak That's very true. Well, uh, wrapping up the podcast, I wanted to blow your mind real quick before we got to the shout-outs. Um, so, two quick things I saw that made me laugh. Um, faded AF is faded AF backwards. That's crazy. That's wild. And also – Neil A, as in Neil Armstrong, is alien backwards. Wow. What? Crazy. He's been and everything, too. Damn. Yeah, just blow your mind right before the end of the podcast. Um, speaking Thanks. of that, Future set to release an album January 18th. Ramp, you got that rundown? Oh, yeah, let me pull it up really fast. Pull it up. Yeah, uh, give us – tell us – tell us how many songs. And All right. I'm, so, it looks like 20 songs – Wow. <laughs> I hate when artists do that, got to be honest. Um, looks like only two of them have features. One of them has Young Thug and Gunna. And, and then the other one, Travis Scott. Oh, God, stop it. So, Keep yeah, my dick off. Those bangers. Yeah, well, make sure to go check that out. January 18th is set to drop. Now these rappers never drop it on time. But um, big shout-out to Rant for joining the show. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, you got any shout out? Before we wrap up. Uh, trying to think who I can shout out. Shout out, uh, Gunner, dude. Shout out, Gunner. Yeah. fucking paws. Gunner, Gunner's talking that shit, but he let me sleep on his fucking pull out couch because I still live in Gwinnett. Like, a loser. my couch pulls out, but uh, I don't. Ah, <laughs> uh, shout out, shout out, Bills, just for his birthday was on uh, Saturday. So, actually, celebrated that. Uh, and then I'm gonna gambling group me called box got to shout them out as well uh but <laughs> yo put me in that hey, we, we <laughs> yeah keaton we keaton's try to have locks but we just call ourselves locks a lot of us i'd fade we should be fades but hey <laughs> 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 cool you got any you got any shout outs no nah, nothing crazy just make sure y'all follow us on instagram twitter and uh that's it for me keaton yeah, shout out that boy DJ Hauser, bro. We've been playing hella Call of Duty lately because I've been uh, fucking bedside just playing Call of Duty and shit. So if y'all are trying to catch these hands tonight, I'll probably be on in the next like thirty minutes at Skeeton Twenty One. And and join the Nice Clan while you're at it. And yeah, shout out we Nice. nice. Clan. Shirts coming well, out soon. Yeah, shirts coming out soon. Well, that wraps up Best Talks 2019. It's about to be a dope one. Season two. Thank you again, Ramped. Go follow yes. us Instagram, Twitter. Hit us. Hit our lines, DM us, questions, thoughts, concerns, anything. We'd love to hear from you. (laughs) Bye. Peace. See See you.